Well, good morning. Buenos dias. Yes, yes. Do you know that in South City speak Spanish too, right? Some of you didn't know that, but we're on our process to do that. Estamos en ese proceso de hacer eso. But uh, my name is Elvis Garcia, and I'm one of the pastors here. Um, and uh, we're excited to be here uh, this morning to share scripture with you and um, learn something from the Bible. And thank you for those testimonies. I think that is a beautiful way to, uh, you know, kind of a, don't have the same, uh, you know, every Sunday would kind of break and really see what the Lord is, is doing through your life. Um, and I'm, you know, normally I'm there translating for Pastor Drew, so I'm going to try to do a little bit bilingual, so that way this will be a preaching and a, a Spanish a little bit, uh, you know, class this morning. So, uh, but uh, a we're excited to be here this morning, and uh, we're going we're gonna to read some scripture in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 16, and I appreciate what the brother says about the Old Testament. It's so much beauty in the Old Testament, but also show us, you know, the, the, the Old Testament show us uh, uh, everything in the New Testament. So all this, you know, I'm grateful for the whole scripture, if you like to say it that way, uh, but there's so much, there's so much beauty in, 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 in the Old Testament, and um, as you go through your Bible in Deuteronomy 16, 16, si vas a la Biblia, a Deuteronomy 16, 16, y damos gracias a Dios por uh, sus bondades y por sus misericordias, y vamos a aprender uh, de unas fiestas muy bonitas. We're going to learn today about uh, some celebrations, and uh, uh, I wanted to speak today about remembering the past, be grateful for today, and be excited about the future. Let's remember the past, let's be grateful for what we have today. But also, let's get excited for the future. And um, recordemos el pasado, estemos agradecidos por hoy, y, y, y recordemos el futuro. Oh, I think my beard is getting some, you know, thing of pimple. But un barro se me está metiendo en el micrófono. But um, a church is a living being. You know, we, it, it, it's not the building, it's not the structure. Uh, we are the church. Una iglesia es nuestro edificio, somos nosotros. And uh, as, as, as living beings, uh, churches born, churches grow, churches uh, multiply, and sadly, some churches die. Uh, my time, I have never saw a church close their doors until I moved to the United States. And, uh, but, uh, you know, the churches to which Paul wrote like Ephesus or Corinth, las iglesias que Pablo escribió Éfeso o Corinto, they do not exist today, no existen hoy. But their legacy exists through the evangelization and the worldwide outreach, pero su, su, su legado existe a través del discipulado y la evangelización. Uh, this church has left a legacy. And I believe we need to consider this, this, uh, this matter us today. What spiritual legacy we will leave let's say in 100 years, in 50 years, in 20 years. ¿Qué legado espiritual nosotros vamos a dejar en 50 años, en 10 años? What spiritual daughters will, will born as a result of the missionary movement then we're going to come out from South City Church? I, I'm excited. I'm thinking about that. Uh, ¿qué, ¿Qué iglesias van a salir del legado espiritual que esta iglesia va a dejar? Uh, what spiritual legacy will you live in this church? ¿Qué legado espiritual vamos a dejar nosotros en esta iglesia? 
How many disciples will leave? Uh, how many friends will 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 gonna bring to this church? Cuántos amigos, cuántos discípulos vamos a dejar en esta iglesia? Uh, and um, did we really uh, want people to know and come and and and, and know the Lord, or we just are, are we just being spectators of His miracles? Like you know, we hear these testimonies today, and some of us are like, "Oh man, that's so awesome." I'm so excited what the Lord is doing. But what, what I wanted to focus today is what, 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 what is the Lord doing in your life? What is, you know, what he is doing in us today. Um, y es muy bonito ver lo que Dios está haciendo en otros. Pero ¿qué está haciendo el Señor en nosotros hoy? Uh, we, want to, we want to remember the past. We want to be thankful for what we have today. We have to get excited about the bright future that is coming. Uh, this is one of my favorite scriptures, and um, uh, I, I say this to the Hispanic group a lot, and I'm sure they, you know, Proverbs 4:18 says, but the path of the righteous is as the shining light that shineth more and more. Again, but the path of the righteous is as the shining light that shineth more and more unto the perfect day. That, you know, that is like the sun, you know. When the day start, the sun start to came out slowly, and then you can see his brightness. And then at 12, you know, he's, 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 he's as bright as he can be. So the life of Christians, it should be like that, you know. The path of the righteous, the, the Christian life is not static. It's always growing. La vida del cristiano no está estática. La senda del justo es como la luz de la aurora que va en aumento, dice Proverbios 4.18. Entonces, how is our life shining today? ¿Cómo está nuestra vida brillando hoy? How is our life uh, moving forward today? Um, are, are, are you shining where you work? Are you shining with your relatives, with your friends? ¿Estás brillando tú donde trabajas o con tus amigos o con tus familiares? Or do you turn off when you're with others? Uh, I love uh, Brother Jeff Frank's testimony, and I... You know, he, 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 he shared with us several times when he is driving, when he's doing Uber, you know, and how he shares uh, and evangelizes with others. So, you know, we should, have, we should have tons of testimonies this week about that. Oh, yeah, when I was at work this week, uh, I started talking with this friend, and, and you know, I started to, we, we pray together, and well, we don't do that, you know. We, 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 we we, we, you know, we don't, we don't live or we don't shine enough in this world. Uh, cuando estamos en el trabajo, nos olvidamos del Señor y no brillamos suficiente. ¿Qué tal en nuestra vida, en nuestra familia? Eh, la, la Biblia dice que la senda del justo es como la luz de la aurora y no brillamos suficiente. Nos apagamos cuando estamos con otros. We are most of the times, or sometimes, hopefully not, we're only Sunday Christians. Or are we, are we being believers every day? Are we 24-7 are we Christians? Or just Sunday, oh, yeah, I remember I have to go to church. Where's my Bible? Oh, yeah, let's, let's take out all the dust. Oh, I'll find it. Let's go. Um, you know, in our countries, I, I, I was very hard. I was very tough on, on, on the Bible as a book. Because in our, countries, in our countries, Bibles are more expensive, and it's harder to get a, a Bible as a book. So uh, there were several times people was baptized, and they were not even, uh, you know, they were, we didn't have the money to get Bibles to them. 
Here we have a lot of abundance, and we take for granted that. And so, uh, but um, uh, I wanted to see, again, in Deuteronomy 16, 16, if you want to read with me. And, uh, you know, all these, uh, all English words, you know, are hard. So if you laugh, probably I'm saying something wrong, but it's okay. Yes, you can laugh. Three times every year, every man of yours will appear before Jehovah, your God, in the place he chooses, In the Feast of Unleavened Bread, and in the Feast of the Weeks, and in the Feast of Tabernacles. And you shall not present yourself empty-handed before Jehovah. Each one will give what he can, according to the blessing of Jehovah, your God, which he has given to you. And yes, I have that in Spanish, too. Um, um, and I'm going to read it. Tres veces cada año se presentará todo varón tuyo delante de Jehová tu Dios en el lugar que él escogiere en la fiesta de los panes sin levadura en primer lugar y en la fiesta de las semanas y en la fiesta de los tabernáculos. Y no te presentarás con las manos vacías delante de Jehová. Cada uno dará lo que pueda conforme a la bendición de Jehová tu Dios que él te hubiere dado. And I wanted to go very quick about these three things and how they apply to us uh, today. Um, there is three celebrations, these three uh, times where the Lord uh, encouraged them to remember. And, uh, you know, first in, in, in the verse 16 said, in the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Um, and let's look at these three main celebrations and see how they are part of our, of our life today. These three celebrations I was taught us to remind the people of Israel how God, how God has been with them. Because if God worked greatly in the past, why do we think he cannot do great things in the future? You know? Um, brothers and sisters, the future is glorious if we all walk together. Medemos estas tres celebraciones y veamos que Dios ha trabajado grandemente en el pasado. Y si Dios ha trabajado grandemente en el pasado, Él puede hacerlo en el futuro. Psalm 103, uh, verse 2 says, Bless my soul, the Lord, and do not forget any of his benefits. El Salmo 103, 2 dice, Bendice alma mía al Señor y no te olvides de ninguno de tus beneficios. Uh, Deuteronomy 4, 9 says, Therefore keep yourselves and guard your soul diligently that you do not forget the things that your eyes have seen and do not depart from your heart every day of your life. Rather you will teach them to your children's and to the children of your children's. Deuteronomio capítulo 4, 9 dice, no te olvides de las cosas que el Señor ha hecho y, y enséñalas a tus hijos y a los hijos de tus hijos. So the first, the first celebrations, uh, Easter, help us to remember, to observe the past. Uh, in, in Deuteronomy 16, 1 and 3 says, observe the month of Aviv and keep the Passover to the Lord your God. For in the month of Aviv, the Lord your God, and I'm reading Deuteronomy 16, 1 to 3, brought you out of Egypt by night. Deuteronomio 16, 1 al 3. And you shall offer the Passover sacrifice to the Lord your God from the flock of the herd and the place that the Lord will choose to make his name dwell there. You shall eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat with unleavened bread, the bread of affliction, for you came out of the land of Egypt in haste that, that all the days of your life you may remember the day when you came out of the land of Egypt, y ustedes pueden buscarlo en Deuteronomio 16, 1 al 3, nos dice cuando nos sacó de la tierra de Egipto que estábamos en esclavitud. Passover or Easter 
was a feast to remember, was a celebration to remember. God wanted his people not to forget when they were slaves in Egypt. That is why, the, you know, in, in this celebration, they eat unleavened bread and they, leave, uh, and they eat uh, bitter herbs uh, and, and sacrifice a little lamb. And in the, first, in the first Easter, God told them to spread the blood of the lamb onto the lintels of the doors so that the angel of death will not come upon them. On October 2016, Pastor Drew came on as a staff of of this church. And on Easter Sunday 2017, South City Church was launched. And most of us, some of us, you know, I I saw that on Facebook when I was still in Mississippi. You know, I saw that first service. Uh, and, And it's exciting when something starts. But, you know, so this first celebration, the Passover, was Something that the Lord brought to the Israelites in that way. They will not forget when they were slaves. All of us here, we must remember, brothers and sisters. Todos aquí tenemos que recordar, hermanos y hermanas. When we, were, when we live without God in our hearts, in slavery, without hope. Perhaps many of us grew in church. Muchos de nosotros crecimos en la iglesia. But that is, that is not a guarantee of salvation. Uh, salvation comes when you recognize that your life is in sin and it will take you to hell, as Miss Lori was saying, you know. Life without God will take you to hell and there are hundreds of people outside right now. I, I grew up in church all my life and really I have missed church maybe three, four times in my short life. And... Uh, when I was in Mississippi and things were not going well in the mission and we were trying to grow that church, I just get up early and just drive around town, go to Walmart, and, and, and it, it literally break my heart seeing people just having a normal day. And because I grew up in church, I'm, that, that, that idea is kind of embedded in my mind. I, you know, it's, I cannot, it's, unthink, it's unthinkable to me a day, a Sunday without going to church. So when I'm going out and seeing all these people, I'm like, and how many of them, they don't know Jesus? And how many of them would go to hell? You know? So that was a big motivation for me to move forward and push forward with discipleship and with evangelism and, and see, there's plenty of people outside who need Jesus. Um, cuando estábamos en Mississippi, estábamos empezando la iglesia y no crecía. Uh, salía yo a Walmart domingos en la mañana y miraba a toda la gente que estaba perdida o que, estaba, que no iba a ir a la iglesia. Yo decía, si esa gente muere, va a ir al infierno porque no tiene a Jesús. Uh, so, Passover... You know, this celebration uh, push us, tell us, don't forget. Don't forget when you were in trouble. Don't, how, for, for, you know, for many, the ministry of this church has been the difference between life and death. Para muchos, el ministerio de iglesia ha sido la diferencia entre vida y muerte. How we were without, how were we without Christ? And brothers and sisters, without Christ, life is bitter. I don't know, I, I, you know, I don't care how many times you try. Life will be bitter. Uh, uh, relationships are impossible without God, you know. The plan for, for, for couples is, is, is in the Bible. 
it's impossible uh, to, to develop a relationship without God in the middle. So people outside is trying, you know, it's, it's, and they're honest and they're good people. They're saying, we're trying to work this together. And, and we know the answer, you know, because it's not, it's, it's not Jesus in the middle. It's not God. So, you know, it's sad. It's hard to say this, but, uh, you, know, you know, they will fail if God is not in the middle of that relationship. We will fail if God is not in the middle of, of our life. Uh, La vida sin Dios es amarga. Uh, muchas personas o parejas tratan de vivir la vida sin Dios, pero la vida sin Dios es amarga. Y no importa cuánto tratemos, sin Dios nunca vamos a poder realizarlo. Sin Jesús nunca vamos a poder llevarlo a cabo. So, uh, just like those herbs that the people of Israel were to eat, do you know when we become ungrateful? As Christians, when we forget. When we forget, we become ungrateful. Cuando nos olvidamos. ¿Sabes cuando nos volvemos cristianos malagradecidos? Cuando olvidamos lo que Dios ha hecho por nosotros. Uh, do you know when we feel superior to others? When we forget that when we didn't have a penny in our bags. ¿Sabes cuando nos sentimos más que otros? Cuando nos olvidamos, cuando no teníamos un centavo en la bolsa. In the Hispanic world, it's so interesting because, you know, we, we have so, so many people who come to Mexico or Central American countries and they don't have nothing, literally nothing, no Clothes, no nothing. Some of them uh, talk with a relative or a friend. Yeah, man, I will receive you. And then they move to, yeah, come to Arkansas, to this city. And when they move, something happened. Either the friend was not there or something happened. And they don't find anybody. And several times they call pastors, you know, and they call me and says, hey, brother, do you, can you help these people? Because he don't know nobody. He don't know what to do. So, yeah, we, we take them and we, you know, we buy them clothes or we find them clothes and we feed them and we, we, we find, uh, you know, we find a place for them to sleep and then we try to help them find a job and so, but, but it's, it's funny how money works because some of them, you know, come without nothing. Some of us, you know, we, we, didn't, we didn't wear any shoes in our countries, you know, or, you know, and so, but when they start to earn money, you know, and they start to you know, get, uh, uh, get, make a lot of money, you know. Gosh, they start to feel more than others, you know. And through our years in, in the ministry, several of them, they, they, they don't even spoke to us then, you know. We become ungrateful when we forget how, how we start. Um, and, and, and so uh, let's do not forget, brothers and sisters, how God has used others. To brought you to, to, to this place or to the, 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 the time in your, the time um, where you are living right now in your Christmas. Some, the, the Lord used somebody. I'm, I'm sure the Lord used someone to talk to you or invite you like my brother was saying. Hey, let's go to church, man. I don't, I, I'm like that, you know. Hey, let's get out. Let's go to church, you know. And, and, uh, and uh, so, so he has used others. But the question is, as, as the Lord is using us now, are we, are we keeping the process going? Is that thing going or, or is ending with us? The Lord has used several people to brought us to, to Christianity and to this church and, and to his ministry. What about us? 
What about us? Is that process ending? That would be sad. That would be terrible. Because it means then, then some people, then you will talk, then you will tell them about God. You know, they will never going to hear if you don't talk, if you don't tell them. ¿Cómo está nuestro proceso de cristianismo? ¿Cómo está nuestro proceso de discipulado? Estamos, alguien nos habló a nosotros de Cristo. Alguien nos, nos, nos motivó y nos trajo a la iglesia. ¿Pero qué tal nosotros? ¿Estamos haciéndolo? ¿Estamos um, eh, siguiendo el proceso? ¿O el proceso ha terminado con nosotros? Eso sería una tragedia. So let's not forget that the Lord has used his servants to bring life to this place. You know, Hebrews 13, 7, and I'm not saying that because I love Brother Drew, but it's, it's, it's the scripture. Remember your pastors who spoke the word of God to you. How many tears, how many effort, how many sleepless, sleepless nights. Uh, you know, pastors go through that we don't know. That you don't know. So we have to take care of the servants of of the servants that the Lord has brought to our lives. Uh, let's not forget about that. Let's not be ungrateful. Um, church, do not forget how we start. Let's not forget uh, the people who find out about Jesus in this place, the miracles and blessings that have happened here through these years. Church, do not forget that Christ is our Passover lamb. And when we enter to those doors and listen to the message of salvation, let's recognize that our life was in slavery in Egypt. Let's be grateful for that. Uh, brothers, that blood, has, uh, that, uh, that blood and that, uh, uh, of that lamb has cleansed you and will continue to cleanse you. That blood of that lamb, which is Jesus, covers you and protects your life and your salvation is safe and secure forever by that blood that doesn't change and is effective and it doesn't lose power. Let's, let's, let's don't forget about those uh, important aspects. We, we, get so much, uh, we get so much lost in little things. And we forget about those, those big issues. No nos olvidemos de, 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 de la sangre de Jesús. Y cuando entremos por esas puertas, dice la Biblia, entremos con acción de gracias y con alabanza. Y no nos olvidemos de que esta sangre del Cordero que se puso en las puertas en Egipto nos limpia y nos sigue limpiando de todo pecado. Y es efectiva y no cambia. Y nos va a salvar y nos va a limpiar por siempre. So the second celebration, which is Tabernacles, that's the one I like the most because it's, it's kind of funny. Tabernacles help us not only to be grateful, help not only to remember, but Tabernacles Help us to be grateful for what we have today. And the purpose of this celebration is, is twofold. It was a Thanksgiving celebration for the harvest, but also it commemorates the years that their ancestors spent in the desert living in tents. Y la fiesta de los tabernáculos es muy importante. A mí me gusta mucho porque no solamente nos busca ser agradecidos, pero nos, no, la fiesta de los tabernáculos recuerda cuando el pueblo de Israel vivía en tiendas en el desierto. In Leviticus 23, 
and verse 40, 42 and 43 says, And on the, on, on the first day you will take branches with the fruit of a beautiful tree, branches of palm trees, branches of leafy trees, a lot of branches, and willows from the stream. And you will rejoice before the Lord your God for seven days. In tabernacles you will dwell seven days. All natural of Israel shall dwell in tabernacles, that your descendants may know that in tabernacles I did dwell in the children of Israel when I brought them out of the land of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. That's Leviticus 23, verse 40. In other words, um, you know, tabernacles, the Lord tells you, go and live in a tent for seven days. How many of you like to go camping? Ladies, be honest. It's tough. And, how, you know, uh, for me, the first time we went camping was the most uncomfortable thing. And it's so hard if you're not, I learned the hard way that if you're not prepared, you know, you, you, you'll, have a, you, you'll have a horrible night. You have to prepare properly if you go camping. ¿Cuántos de nosotros hemos ido a acampar? Bueno, acampar, si no te preparas, es algo horrible. Some years ago, we went camping with some boys of our church. And the only thing we carried was the tent and some sleeping bags. Um, it was summer, you know, uh, and it was very hot, you know. So that night, oh, brothers, that night, we hardly slept. The, the floor, we didn't think, we didn't know what we were doing, you know. We put, we put the tent in a, you know, in a, in a floor that was full of branches and, and, and so, and roots and, and, and you know, and, and, and so the floor was full of roots and heat was unbearable. And, you know, at midnight, some people went out and slept in their cars and they were turning on and off so that way they didn't run, run out of gas, you know, because we were far. So they turned on the, the car a little bit. Oh, then turn it off, you know, and being miserable again. And so some went out, some went out, you know, some went out with the sleeping bags to sleep out, outside the tent, outdoors, you know, uh, and, and woke, woke up outside because the, 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 the inside the tent, it was so hot. We were like eight people. And in my, it, was, it, was, it was horrible. Una vez, I was saying this, una vez fuimos a acampar con unos hermanos de la iglesia y, 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 y acampar es muy difícil si no te preparas. Pasamos una noche horrible y um, había ramas en, en el suelo y, y había calor. Fueron a dormir al carro porque estaba muy caliente porque no fuimos preparados. So, in other words, tabernacles, en otras palabras, tabernacles, taught us to remember how uncomfortable Wandering life is without Jesus Christ. You know, um, and also help us to see and thank for what we have right now. Really, Tabernacles is, is about that. Uh, the people of Israel live in houses in Egypt, comfortable in sin. And when they were taken out into the desert, oh man, they complained. Oh, they complained to Moses several times. Um, they arrived to the promised land and settled down again. And that was, a, that was a, a cause for great joy. Cuando, uh, entonces, tabernáculos es realmente una celebración para agradecer lo que tú tienes hoy. Los, los israelitas estaban en Egipto y, y ellos vivían en casas, pero vivían en pecado. Y cuando salieron al desierto, ellos realmente se quejaban con Moisés, se quejaban mucho. Not only do we forget the past many times, but my brothers and sisters, 
sometimes we're not grateful about what we have today. You know, if, if, if you want to do tabernacles, that would be interesting. You know, I, I'm thinking to maybe do that one time. Well, I did my tabernacles years ago with this adventure with these boys. Would you go out, put a tent for seven days outside with no air conditioning, no bathroom, and that's tabernacles. I don't know how long you will, you will be, I don't know how long you will, you will be able to spend your day in that tent outside. We will be running back to your house, you know, when air conditioning is and the comfortable of your bed and cable TV and all that. But the Lord instituted that celebration, that, that, that feast, and that way the people of Israel, Israelite were thankful. And, 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 you know, we live, in a, we, we live in a time where we're so unthankful for everything. You know, many of us not get what we earn because we're not happy with what we have. We have to spend and spend, and that does not bring us satisfaction. It will make us dissatisfied, and, and, and it will make us uh, ungrateful. Brothers and sisters, many of us are looking for churches and satisfy them. Oh, I'm going to look for the, you know, the church who will have everything perfect. And that's, that's, that's such a lie because churches are made by imperfect people, you know. And so, uh, and so uh, what we have to do is serve and work what God has put us and do it better. Be thankful for what you have today. And that's, that's really the meaning of the celebration of Tabernacles. La, 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 el, el resultado, el significado de la fiesta de los tabernáculos es ser agradecido por lo que tú tienes hoy. Te aseguro que si fueras a salir hasta vivir a una carpa, no aguantarías ni un día por el calor y, el, y, y la incomodidad. Tabernáculo nos dice, sea agradecido con lo que tienes hoy. Maybe we don't have everything we want, but God has given us everything we need. And um, let's be thankful for it. Tabernacles shout, look where the Lord has you today. And I'm sure you have things that you, have, you, that you can be thankful today. Because normally we, 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 we think too much about the things that we don't have. Oh, I don't have this. I don't have that. We see the guy working next to us with a new vehicle. You know, we see our car. And we're so mad. Lord, but I love you, you know. I go to church once a month. What happened? You know? Why are you not blessing me? You know? And, and, and yeah, and, and you know, and, and, yeah, we are like that. We're very unthankful. And, 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 and let's, let's be thankful for what we have today. And that's, that's really, that's the real meaning of tabernacles. Seamos agradecidos con lo que tenemos hoy. A veces vemos que el, el, el vecino llega con un carro nuevo y, y nos molestamos. Y le decimos, Señor, ¿por qué si yo voy a la iglesia cada una vez al mes por lo menos? Um, the, 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 third, the, third, the third main celebration, the Israelites have many celebrations, but these were the three mains that the Lord instituted. There's the Lord talking. Put attention. Um, <laughs> yes, it's, it's in case if somebody was sleeping, right? I think, you know, somebody was closed their eyes and the Lord says, wake up. And so, and I, I, you know, I, I cannot say many jokes in English, so I'm sorry. I know more in Spanish, but I may get in trouble, so I better refrain and be serious, right? And so, uh, <laughs> but uh, 
the last celebration, the, the, the celebrations of the weeks, or we know it as Pentecost, was a celebration for the, the harvest. It, it was a celebration for the harvest and the, the, the people of Israel was having uh, that moment, but also about the future that they were going to have. And the celebration of Pentecost which literally means 50 weeks was originally a, a, a party to celebrate the harvest and to ask for the future. Uh, Pentecost or Shabuot in Hebrew must have two things in particular for which they have to be grateful. For the harvest itself and because they were no longer slaves in Egypt. Now they have their own land to work to get their fruit, the fruit of their own. Therefore, this celebration was of joy and thanksgiving to God as described in Deuteronomy 16. And if you notice, we have been in Deuteronomy 16. But in the verse 10 and 12, in Deuteronomy 16, 10 al 12, nos habla de la fiesta de las 50 semanas o de lo que se llama Pentecostés. En, en, en la Biblia, en inglés, dice aquí, and you will make the solemn feast of the weeks, which is Pentecost, to Jehovah your God, of the voluntary abundance of your hand, it will be what you give according to Jehovah your God has blessed you. And you will rejoice before Jehovah your God, you, your son, your daughter, your servant, uh, the Levite who will dwell in your cities, the foreigner, the orphan, the widow, the cat, the dog, everybody has to be grateful, uh, who are in your midst in the place that Jehovah your God has chosen to put his name. And remember, again, all those three celebrations, the Lord keep us telling, remember, remember uh, that you were a servant in Egypt. Therefore, you will keep and keep these statutes. I don't know how to say that. Estatutos will be in Spanish. But uh, these, these, these celebrations of the weeks, the festival of the weeks is to thank God for the harvest. It's to celebrate the current harvest that the Lord Jesus has brought to us, but also the future harvest that he expects. You know, um, in the New Testament, there's a scripture who says, the labor to celebrate their fruits has to work first. And I'm paraphrasing that scripture. But in other words, if we're not work, if we don't talk about God, if we don't share our faith, we're not going to have a harvest to celebrate. And, 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 and we, are, we are one body. And, and, and so um, they, 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 when they were, they, they, this holiday emphasized and they were previously in a foreign land and now they have their own land to work. Brothers, the world is our field of work. We must continue sowing. We must continue working. We must enjoy the privilege that we have because it's a privilege. Let's celebrate that Jesus is alive. Let's celebrate that we're no longer slaves in the world and that we now have a land to sow and reap. Y la celebración de Pentecostés literalmente significa poder plantar en nuestra tierra, poder plantar, pero no vamos a tener nada para celebrar si nosotros no sembramos. Y tenemos que sembrar la palabra del Señor en otros. Tenemos que celebrar que Jesús está vivo y que no somos esclavos en Egipto para que el mundo le conozca y para que podamos sembrar y cosechar. All these three celebrations, again, uh, 
Passover tells us, don't forget. Tabernacles tells us, let's be thankful. And Pentecost is telling us, let's keep planting. Let's keep working. You have, you have, you know, you have a place to work right now. And I'm talking spiritually. I'm sure the Lord has brought friends right next to you who has, has come to you and, and, and share their, their problems and, and their uh, issues with you. And brothers and sisters, sometimes we, sometimes we don't lead them to God. We don't lead them to Jesus. We, we kind of tend to give them our own advice. You know, well, I think you should have done so, so, so. And my brothers and sisters, we have to remember what the world needs is Jesus. What your friend, what, what your relative, what for whoever, whatever is happening in their life, what they need is Jesus. And, you know, when they come to you and share their issues, their problems, the Lord is really literally telling you, you can, you can plant a seed in these people. You can tell them about Jesus. You can invite them to small group. You know, it's harder for people right now to go to church. It's harder right now than it used to be. We have to keep doing that. But thanks the Lord, we have small groups. You know, more people, more people will be open to come to a house, you know, and, and, and you can tell them, yeah, you know, we, we have a meal and we, we you know, we, we read some scripture. You know, I'm going to lie to you. I will, but you don't have to do that. But, uh, and, uh, you know, we pray and we'll have, a, you know, we have a fun time. People will be more open to do that if you are willing to share that with them. So are we are preparing for harvest? Are we are, are we are, you know, we don't have, we will have nothing to celebrate if we don't start working together. Hermanos y hermanas, tenemos que empezar a plantar, tenemos que empezar a hablar con las personas. Si queremos tener una cosecha. Jeremiah 33:11 says, Voice of joy and voice of, voice of joy, the voice of the groom and the voice of the bride, the voice of those who say, Give thanks to the Lord of hosts, because the Lord is good, because his mercy endures forever. And of those who bring a thanksgiving offering to the house of the Lord, because I will restore the welfare of this land as they were at the beginning. Um, in Spanish, it says, Voz de gozo y voz de alegría, la voz del novio y de la novia, la voz de los que dicen, Das gracias al Señor de los ejércitos, porque el Señor es bueno, porque para siempre es su misericordia. Y de los que traen ofrenda de acción de gracias a la casa del Señor, porque Él restaurará el bienestar de esta tierra, como fue al principio, dice el Señor. Isaiah 51:11, I love this scripture, says, um, Surely the Lord redeemed will return, they will return to Zion singing, and perpetual joy will be upon their heads. They will have joy, and pain and groan will flee. Isaías 51, 11 dice, Ciertamente volverán los redimidos de Jehová, volverán nación cantando, y gozo perpetuo habrá sobre sus cabezas, tendrán gozo y alegría, y el dolor no será más. The Lord wants us do not forget about the past blessings. Let's not be ungrateful. The Lord wants us to be thankful for what we have today. The Lord has, has given us beautiful 
facilities here. And, you know, I have, I have planting churches since I was 19. And the hardest time when you're, when you're planting a church or planting that word is like starting a church or developing a church is when you get the time of building a building. You know, this new congregation doesn't have any money. And, you know, you have to either make a loan or start to uh, move. But it's a time of sacrifice. The whole body has to, the, the, the body of people who are attending that mission has to work hard and to push forward. And, and, and many sacrifices have to be made in that time. Well, the Lord has already gave us beautiful facilities. But we have to, but you know, but the, the, this, this, this place, so it's, it's great. But we also have to pay the price. And that doesn't mean not only financially. The best thing you can brought to the Lord is, as, 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 the, as the scripture at the beginning, and I want to close with this. I don't know how many times preacher says, I want to close, and it's not real. You know, but we keep saying it, you know, kind of. And for closing, and then we took 30 more minutes. But I'm closing, yes. Um, you know, when we talk about this feast, the Lord tells us, celebrate. And celebrate right. Let's, let's be thankful. Let's, let's, yeah, let's, let's have a real celebration. And the only thing, the only way we can celebrate is when we bring our fruits. What fruits we are bringing to the house of the Lord. La única forma de celebrar verdaderamente es cuando nosotros traemos frutos a la casa del Señor. You know, in those days, uh, you know, a farmer will bring their best. I, I can't imagine, you know, we're, we're talking about tithes and offerings. I'm thinking about that farmer who loves the Lord and, and he have a, you know, he have a pumpkins. And I'm, I, I, I just imagine that guy Choosing the best ones, you know, the nicer ones to bring them to the house of the Lord. You know, I, I, you know, I, I can bring anything, but the Lord deserves our best. He deserves our best. The best, you know, if, if you were raising animals, the, 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 the best ones. But we have forgot all those things. We have focused on ourselves. Let's not forget. Let's not forget. Hermanos, cuando me imagino aquel granjero que, 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 que cuando traía ofrendas al Señor y, 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 y tal vez escogía calabazas y estaba buscando él sus mejores frutos, sus frutos más bonitos. No nos olvidemos que el Señor merece lo mejor de nosotros. No nos olvidemos que el Señor merece lo mejor de nosotros. So, he deserves our very best. Are we, are we, are our eyes, are, are we putting our eyes on him? Are we complaining that, are we complaining that we don't have the nicest car? We complain that we don't have the, the, the other things and other has. Brothers and sisters, the Lord has been, the Lord has been good to you, I'm sure. If we, if we, if we remember those things, that will help, that, those things will help us to move forward. And to say, he already had gave me, you know, I, I, I say something very often, you know. If the Lord tell me, I'm not going to give you any more blessings. You know, I'm not going to bless you anymore. I should be satisfied. Think about that. If he come to you and say, I'm not going to bless you anymore. 
I should be satisfied. But as humans, we, you know, we, we tend to focus on the small things. Let's not forget, let's not forget about, what, about when we were in Egypt being slaves. Let's be grateful for what we have today. And let's get excited. Let's get excited about what he can do with us. Each one of these empty chairs should it be, should it be for us. And, and you know, for me, it's uncomfortable. For me, it's, it's, it's motivation. For me, it's telling, you have to put somebody in these chairs. I hope it's something like that for you. But, you know, I hope, I hope each, each empty chair is make you uncomfortable. I hope you don't get out of this place satisfied. I hope you feel dissatisfied. Because right now, outside, it's people dying and going to hell. And we are, we are the only hope. We are the only hope. So we cannot be satisfied. We cannot be, we cannot be, uh, 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 you know, we, we, we have to focus on the important things. Let's close our eyes. Hermanos, hermanas, tenemos que estar desatisfechos con lo que tenemos ahorita. Let's close our eyes and let's have a prayer. And if you have saying, uh, if you're thinking like, well, you know, I haven't think about this. And I need to, maybe I have forgot about when I was struggling and the Lord saved me. When I was uh, suffering and the Lord healed me. Oh, yeah, I, I, I forgot about that. Yeah, I forgot when I left college and I was without any money. And, and miraculously, I don't know how, miraculously, the Lord gave me something to eat daily. I remember when I was just get, just get married and we didn't have anything. But we were so happy. Let's not forget. The mercies of the Lord. But let's ask for forgiveness. Say, Lord, I have become ungrateful. And I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to keep going like that. There's people outside dying. There's, there's friends and family that I know that they need Jesus. And maybe I'm the only light in their lives. And I haven't been open with them. I haven't have, have shared my faith with them. And I'm sorry, Jesus. Please forgive me. Because I haven't been a testimony. I haven't been a witness. I haven't been light. I haven't been salt. I haven't been any influence. Others influence me, but I haven't been influenced where I work, where I live. And you told me in your scripture, you told me in the Bible. That I am salt in the world. I am the one who influences. I am the one who makes difference in others' lives. Oh Lord, I, I want to change my life. I want you to prepare me for harvest. But I have to work. But I have to talk about you with others. 
Padre te doy gracias esta, esta mañana por tu amor y tu misericordia Gracias Señor Perdóname si me he vuelto Insatisfecho y malagradecido Perdóname si Solamente veo lo que no tengo Cuando tú me has dado tanto Tú me has dado tanto Señor yo quiero que tú me ayudes A poder hablarle a otros de Cristo Porque tú me dices que yo soy la sal del mundo Y Señor otros me influencian a mí Pero yo no influencio a nadie Y Señor hay gente que se está muriendo Yendo al infierno Y yo soy su única esperanza Yo soy su única Yo soy su única salida Y no lo he estado haciendo Señor perdóname y ayúdame a emocionarme Con la cosecha que tú vas a traer A través de mi vida Pero tengo que trabajar Señor Tengo que enfocarme Tengo que hacer lo que tú me mandas Ayúdame Señor